Tempest Productions presents Journey to the Golden People by Bibi Berkey. <clears throat> Sorry. Do you mind if I sit next to you? I said, I said, do you mind if I sit here? There are so many empty seats in this carriage. Why next to me? Well, you don't own it, do you? The seat, I mean. Is it your own personal seat? No, I don't own it. Then I'll take it. Oh, <laughs> lovely. Fabulous. Like you, I have a preference for these two seats over the other ones. I didn't say I preferred it. I just happened to be sitting here. Oh, come on. You could have sat anywhere, but you chose this one. <sighs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, shut up. I have a tendency to go on a bit. Possibly annoying. I don't know. Do you mind if I eat something? No, I don't mind if you eat something. <laughs> the joys of eating on a train. There's something about trains and eating, don't you think? Yeah, I'm not aware of it. For me, there is sense of holiday, of indulgence. The adventure's just beginning. Oh, I bloody love it. Twix? I'm sorry? The beauty of a Twix. You can share it. Want one? Here you go. I really don't... Still leaves me with what many people would consider a sizeable chocolate bar in its own right. And yet, here I am with two of them. One for each of us. In many ways, it's an icebreaker. The icebreaker of all chocolate bars. I mean, you couldn't start up a conversation by offering someone half a finger of fudge. It'd be shameful. Look, can you... Will you please stop waving that Twix in my face? Sorry, 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 sorry. I'll put them away. Actually, I'd rather start with crisps. That makes more sense, doesn't it? Does it? Well, it's, it's the main course. Carb-heavy, I'll grant you. Think about it. If they include it in a meal deal, then technically it's got to count as a lunchtime item. Want some? No, thank you. Hold on. Hold on. I've, I've, I've got other flavours you might prefer. Oh, look. Oh, Any of these do it for you? Oh, I nearly forgot. Mini pork pies. Oh, oh. Maltesers. You like those. My God, have you got an entire picnic in there? No, no, no picnics. Always preferred a lion bar. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it all away, shall I? Back into the bag with you all. If... In you go, scotch egg. You're not wanted here. Pepperami, be gone. The last thing I want to do is irritate you. Then... Then what? Go away? You're going to ask me to get lost, aren't you? Oh, but I've settled down now. And the thing is, I prefer these seats. So it'd be a shame to send me packing, but if that's what you really want, just say it. Go on. You don't have to go away. I couldn't make you, even if I wanted to. And you couldn't irritate me, by the way, however hard you tried. Good. That's good. You don't even have to shut up. Also good. Because I'm not listening to you. Ah. My ears are not trained on your voice. You're already disappearing. Disappearing? Virtually gone. Sorry, I just wanted to ask... What? I just wanted... What are you listening to? What did you say? You said your ears were not trained on my voice. What are they trained on? Trained. 
Huh. I never thought of that. Listen, does this sound strange to you? I'm not thinking about much at all. Now and again, something, an, an image, emerges, and I try and focus on it, but I can't seem to be able to. And also, there's this. There are things outside, but I can't quite see them. Can you? Can you see what on earth is out there? They're going past at speed, that's all. Is it that, do you think? I think it might be. I think you might need to get off the train, perhaps, at the next stop. Are you out of your mind? Why would I? Oh, it's, it's just a thought. I'm staying right here. All right. I'll tell you what I'm listening to. The train. Just the train. I'm tuned into it now, and I can't bear the thought of it stopping. It stops to let people off? No, it doesn't. That's the funny thing. I think it slows now and again, but I don't remember it stopping. Do you think it's odd, what I'm telling you? No, I don't, actually. I'm glad you noticed it, too. So you know something? You work here? Not exactly. I... <laughs> no, I do work, though. Well... That's something reassuringly normal about you. I'll tell you what. Here's a diverting kind of game. Why don't you tell me what you see when you look at me? I'd rather not. How on earth is that a diverting kind of game? What? You can't drag yourself away from the window long enough to give me a once-over? Come on! You know you want to. Just give it a little try. What do you see? I don't know. A man, I suppose. And that's it? I'm not going any further with this. Don't I look different to you? Different from other people in this train? Come on, look at me again. Can you stop it? I think it's time you got another seat. Get off the train now. You have to get off. Do it now. Stop it! What are you talking about? What is it to you? Whether I get off at the next stop or stay on it for... Forever? You're not normal. You say bizarre things like that. You're like a person in a dream. You're so strange. I'm not even sure you're real. Well, maybe I'm not. Go away. I'll call the guard. Go ahead. I will. I'll call him right now. I mean it. When did you last see the guard, or a conductor, or anyone in charge? Go on, tell me. Describe him. Or maybe he's in another carriage. Is that right? In the other carriage? Is that where your children are? Your husband? What? What are you talking about? Why did you use the word children? I've not mentioned children. Why have you said that? What? I, I just wondered where your family was. I didn't say anything about a family. You're just trying to guess things about me. You're trying to unsettle me. And I don't know why you're doing it. I think... I feel... that I ought to work out who you are... in case you're a danger to me. Well, while we're on the subject of danger... Don't. I don't want to hear it. You've said enough. I just thought you were about the right age to have children. You have that look about you. A mother. Really, really, you do. Oh, please. People don't look like mothers or fathers. They just look like themselves. Can you see yourself as a mother? I'm looking out of the window at the moment, so I'm not answering that. Uh, excuse me. Hello, hello. Just wondered if you could help me. Yeah. Does she look 
like a mother to you. Don't. Stop it. Hello. I said stop it. He can't hear me. He's asleep. I could try that woman over there. I really insist that you stop this. It's all right. All right, calm down. Haven't you noticed they're all asleep? Every single one of them. Well, lucky then. I was nearly asleep before you disturbed me. You might be weird and prefer eating, but normal people feel drowsy on trains. It's just the sound that does it. It's like your own blood rushing along. It becomes part of you, the rhythm of your heart. I've come so close to falling asleep on here. Don't! Why shouldn't I? Uh, you'll miss the stop. I'm sure I won't. People seem to know when to get off. Commuters, drunks, exhausted workers. They always know when to wake up, don't they? They've been using the train so long that they have an inbuilt alarm call when they reach their stop. I've never fallen asleep on a train. <sighs> surprise, surprise. Maybe you're too tense. Or too weird. You're too weird to do anything the same as everyone else. You're not like these other people. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm not. In fact, I might as well tell you, it's official, I'm not like these other people. Shall I tell you what I am? Do I want to know? Do I need to know? Yes, you do. I have a role assigned to me. My job do is... Do I care? My job, if you really want to know... I don't. My job is to fetch people, people like you. People like me? Yes. I retrieve them. They're in the wrong place. I think I've tried to tell you that there is no righter place than this for me. It feels right. And it smells right. There's such a beautiful, sunny, warm smell in my nostrils. I can't bring myself to move from these seats. That means it must be right. You shouldn't think that. I want to ask you where you're from. But I don't think I could picture it, even if you told me. You could if you tried. Listen, please, just stop for a moment and look at me. I do like Maltesers, though. You're right. How did you know that? How do you know things? You've only just got on. Strangers shouldn't profess to know things about a person. It's... Uh, stop. There is no light on this train, but the light that's coming from you. You illuminate the world around you. You do it with your smile, your gentle grey eyes. It comes off your cheeks and your hair. Yes. You love Maltesers, and so do I, so do I. There's so much that you know about love. Every now and again, I catch a word in an announcement. The name of a stop. And I try and imagine it, but I find I can't. I probably never went to these places. You know why it is, don't you? No. Tell me. Because I'm not meant to get off at any of them. There's no internal alarm call. Or at least I haven't heard it yet. Isn't it strange? Travelling all this distance and not actually remembering where you're going. I wonder how it can be. 
that I don't know. Perhaps you're too busy listening to the bloody train and dropping off. It's more than just listening. That, that's what I'm trying to tell you. It's breathing. It's functioning. It's my pulse. It's my thought patterns. It lulls me. It's probably just like being in a womb. And you don't have a problem with that? I don't, no. I'm surprised you have. It's my job to point it out to you that you should get off at the next stop. What? Your proper paid job? You sit next to strangers and you usher them off trains? You. It's you. I was sent to sit next to you. Well, who on earth sent you? And why not pick on one of the others in the carriage? They don't concern me. You're making me uncomfortable. Good. That's the idea. Look at me again. Do I look right to you? Do I look like I belong here? You... you don't look like you belong in this world. This world? Then what world do I come from? Come on, wake up. Stop looking out of the bloody window. Concentrate on me. You're from a different world. Am I? You're the one who says it. What do you want with me? Where I come from, people look after each other. It's a, it's a kind of social necessity. It keeps the species ticking over. Where I come from, they make promises and would travel the universe to stick to those promises. Travel the universe? Yes. Yes, they would. They'd go anywhere, do anything to stick to a vow. That's what keeps them ticking over. Ticking over? been sent here. You're going to have to trust me. You're, you're in danger. It's too late for these others. You have to get off at the next stop. You'd travel the universe. You'd bypass other planets. Yes. Yes, I would. That's right. Remember that. I'm here to help you. And remember something else, too. What? They look like they're made of gold. Your people? Yes. My people. They look like they're made of gold. Picture them. Come on. Think of people made of gold. I'm trying. Beautiful, pure people. Warm as the sun. Think of them. Just think of them. I... I can't. But I want to. I do. Please believe me, but I can't quite. Wait. Listen. Have you noticed? Oh, my God. Haven't you noticed? Are you behind this? Did you do this? What? The train. It stopped. Have you stopped the train? You're right. It's only bloody gone and stopped. Oh, my God. This is it. No. This is it. This is our moment. Look, Lively. Look, this is where we get off. Ignore them. They're asleep. Just follow me. But they might be missing their stops. How many times do I have to tell you they're not getting off? Not ever. This train isn't what you think it is. Oh, what? What is it then? What do you know? You say you've been sent here from somewhere else. You expect me to swallow that. How do I know you're not taking me somewhere worse? I don't have to simply comply. I'm a free agent, you know. Go on. Get in there. I hate those connecting compartments. I don't like going in them. Get in! They're not for passenger use. They're just storage. They're always empty and dark. There's no point to them. People should not be in there. Get in! Now I'm seeing you for what you are. 
You're not at all pleasant. I'm perfectly pleasant. I'm just doing my job. I'm the backbone of this outfit. Remember that. Now wait there. When I say now, you jump. Do you hear me? Don't stop to think about it. You don't question. You jump. Right. Now, jump. Go on. What are you waiting for? Jump! What's out there? I can't see anything. Why do you need to see anything? Why must you prevaricate? Why are you so different all of a sudden? I don't know what to think about you. For a moment, I believed you when you said you wanted to help me. What? Why are you thinking those things now? We've been through all of this. For God's sake, jump now, while the door is open. It's only open because you opened it. Are you moving back? Stop right there, please. Please, just just wait a moment. Think about it. Think of all the things you'll see when you leave this train. The golden people. Oh, God, yes. Yes, those beautiful golden people. Don't you want to see them? And kittens. Kittens? Yes, everyone likes a kitten, don't they? What on earth are you talking about? Kittens? All right. All right, there may not be any kittens, but the rest is all true. You'll see these people. Oh, for goodness sake, I'm begging you to shut up and jump. It's you. You're the problem. You confuse me. You say you were sent, but you won't say where from. You say it's a different world. You expect me to believe you. You're asking me to leap into the cold and the dark. And you try and entice me away from what is warm and comfortable and safe. What's so frightening about the cold and the dark? The universe is cold and dark. And you claim to have travelled it. I told you I would. And I will. But why? Why did you? Who am I to you? Nothing. Oh, God, no. We're moving. I think there's a reason no one else wanted to get off. They're happily asleep. It's not worth their waking up. Can't I just go back and join them? I want to sleep. No, no, don't say that. Let's go back to our seats. You liked those seats too, didn't you? I crave them. We can have those crisps. What do you say? Stay with me. I'm telling you to jump now. There's still time. But we're moving. It's still slow. Come on. It's, it's not going too fast. No. No, it's not too fast at all. You can do it easily. It's a doddle. Anyone could jump now. Will you jump too? Look at me now, please. Just look at me. That's it. That's it. Can you see that I'm with you? That I'd never leave you? Can't you see that? Aren't you reassured by these? These? These tears? You're crying. Why are you crying? Because you won't jump. You won't jump. I daren't. It's picking up speed. There's still time. You have to do this. Then jump first. So that I know it's all right. I don't have to. This is your turn. You have to do it. I'm already safe. Please. Oh, please. I daren't. Show me the way. Can I kiss you? Show me the way. Just... Just one kiss. Here. Here. 
but hurry. Thank you. Thank you. You must promise to follow me. You must follow me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so very sorry. She's not going to wake up. I know it looked like she might for a while. I was sure. I know. You said there was a chance. There's always a chance. But the specialist said last night that the chance has probably passed. Think of her as, as being asleep, on a perpetual journey. She can't wake up. But she's comfortable. She's in a familiar place. She's not afraid or in pain. The journey will just keep on going. She's not a fighter. That's the thing. She just lets life happen to her. She's the easiest person in the world. That's what made me always want to look after her. I know. You don't know. Sometimes fighting doesn't help. It just prolongs everyone's pain. Maybe she knew that. Maybe she just wanted to make things a bit easier for all of you. I told her when we had her first child that I'd do anything to protect them. To look after all of them. I thought I could. I told her I'd find a way to cross the universe if one of them was in trouble. You know what she called me? Go on. She said I was the backbone of the outfit. That's a nice thing to be. It's important. I was always pushing, fighting, insisting. I was often angry, a bully, and she wasn't any of those things. As long as we're ticking over, she said over as a family then everything will be fine she thought everything had its rhythm even a growing family I never understood it needed caring for this unit of ours it needed protecting and I was the protector that was my job to keep us together it was my to keep us gathered in and stuck together. My God, look at them. Just look. They're so beautiful when they're asleep. <laughs> they're like golden people. Yes. Yes, I suppose they are. They do seem a bit burnished right now, don't they? In fact, they're more like a basket of ginger kittens. I love it. Only more of a handful. You know, I could climb in there between them and just nestle down and sleep forever. Actually, wouldn't that be the perfect end? Just the smell of them, the feel of them against me. I can't think of a better way to go.
than with their golden, warm smell in my nostrils. Oh, let's not talk about things like that, shall we? Whatever you say. You're the boss. I just hate you even thinking about this ever-ending. I, I can't bear it. What is it about you and saying stuff like that? I know. I'm sorry. I know you never want it to end. But I don't think like that. I don't let myself worry. It's now that counts. It's always now. Just give in to it. You can't control the rest. I bloody can. <laughs> okay, okay. Whatever you say, you're in charge. I'm happy with that. You just watch over us. You just watch over all of us. All the time. I give in. Good. Fine. All right, then. Sorted. Now you've woken them up. I've woken them up? Shush! Oh, here we go. I thought it was too good to last. Oh, hello, you. Want to cuddle? Come on. Let's all go back to sleep together. That's it, sweetheart. Close your eyes. In Journey to the Golden People, the woman was played by Georgina Sutton, the man by Mark Lingwood, and the doctor by Trish Hitchcock. Studio production was by Francis Nutbean Webber. Written by Bibby Berkey, directed by Mark Lingwood. An original Tempest Productions audio drama.